Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Well, now I'm going to talk, uh, well, it's an interesting one. This is um, uh, all about a guy called Flavio Manzoni. He's a high-flying Italian architect. He's an automobile designer. In fact, he's currently chief design officer at Ferrari, no less, and he's he's the real deal and a big deal at that unlikely connection you would think to a self-published book by a New Zealand charity, but we have a connection. Now, the charity is called Bread Charity, founded in 2017 uh, by uh, Mustafa Sheikher, who uh, goes uh, by the name of Musi. And uh, he's published this uh, kid's book. It's called The Boy Who Wasn't Scared to Dream. And inside are drawings, five drawings, in fact, and uh, an afterword provided by this chief design officer, Flavio Mazzoni, uh, from Ferrari. So uh, Musi is here with us. Good afternoon. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Tell us, how, you, how did you get this link with Ferrari, no less? It's certainly an interesting uh, project. Yeah, um, it's just everything kind of aligned and worked out, and I think it's a real testament to Kiwi ingenuity and how we just find a way to do things around the world. And <laughs> so um, we're going to be donating all the proceeds from this book, um, and it's pretty pretty surreal how it all came together. Yeah. So the book is called The Boy Who Wasn't Scared to Dream, and on the uh, front cover, it's a nice, lovely uh, packaged book. Um, uh, there's a little boy. With red hair and a red Ferrari. So yeah. how did the link happen? Yeah, so that, that Ferrari in particular, that's an F40. Mm-hmm. So that's a very iconic Ferrari. And they gave their amazing permission to use illustrations of the vehicles for this book, which is surreal because Ferrari is such an iconic uh, brand in terms of supercar manufacturers. There's none with such amazing history as Ferrari. So to get the support with that is amazing. And then Flavio uh, had a read of the book and he was like, can I send through some of my drawings for the book? And at that point it was already 40 pages. It was a decently long book. And then he sends through, I think it's like six or seven pages. I should actually count them. And I was like, man, how am I, how am I going to fit this all <laughs> into the book? But each page was so amazing. I couldn't take any out, even though it turned out to be pretty long. But, um, yeah, pretty amazing. He put all these drawings from when he was a kid uh, into the book and wrote, hand wrote three pages about his life story and how it aligns with Billy, who's the main character, character. of the story. So, so there's yeah. books. Uh, he's uh, done drawings of horses, um, yeah. which of course is appropriate for the uh, Ferrari brand. He's also done some look like concept designs for uh, more modern, well, not more modern, but uh, new Ferraris. Perhaps some ideas. It's fascinating, isn't it? Actually, that's a good-sized book, isn't it, for a, for a children's book? You have to probably do it in chapters, do you? Or? Yeah, it's, a, it's 48 pages yeah. um, in total, so it's definitely it's not short. And it was actually designed to be both for kids and adults, yes. and that's one of the reasons the cover looks like it does at the moment, because when you go see other kids' books, they're super bright, yes. um, and they have these really vivid covers. But I really wanted the Ferrari uh, F40 to stand out on the cover. And the thing with the story... I'm getting a lot of emails and conversations from grown-ups who are like, man, I really relate to the story within this book and I can also read it to my kid at the same time. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, 
uh, a unique project. I might never see a project like this in my own lifetime. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm extremely grateful for it and really going to use the funds to do some really innovative things. Like one of the things we created was a sneaker reward system and that was inspired. I did this music contest and one of the con- uh, the judges was the vice president of Nike, Tinker Hatfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a conversation with him, I, I kind of got this idea of like a sneaker reward system where we have one at Avondale Intermediate mm. where they earn tokens for good behavior, boosted grades, whatever it may be. And then they get a pair of Air Force Ones. So that's where the proceeds from this book uh, are going to go to really boost innovation within the charity space. Sort of tell us briefly about the, 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 the story behind the book. I mean, what, what is Billy at? up to yeah it's about uh, a boy named billy and he has this amazing dream that he wants to be a race car driver he then goes to school and he's so excited to tell everyone about his dream and to his dismay everyone laughs at his dream and his ambition and so much so that he eats lunch alone that day he's he's really sad by it then he's waiting for his mum at the end of school when his mum's taking a bit longer than usual and he sees this F40 roll up on the road and he runs over to the owner and tells him I want to be a race car driver I want to be the best in the world and he writes down on a bit of paper what he should do to achieve this goal so he he builds his first champion the first person to really believe in him and then he works hard years past and he ultimately ends up with his own uh, special Ferrari. I mean, I don't know if I support the story in any way, but I think I think the the story can be relatable to yeah. a kid, an adult, whoever it may be. Um, and even the Ferrari he ends up getting, I won't spoil that. But once people see it, that's also a super iconic yeah. uh, Ferrari. So, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about children's books, in my experience, is that you read them more than once. Yeah. Um, in fact, time and time again, if they become a, the child's favourite, um, and yeah. if it's easy for an adult to read the book as well, and they enjoy reading it, then you would you've got a, a double win because the child. Exactly. Exactly. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. Fantastic. and then once they get to the end of the book, it's everything written by Flavio, so it's a complete experience. Wonderful. Um, wonderful. Yeah. And um, what about the illustrations? Who, who did all that oh, for you? Oh, yeah, that's actually, she's amazing. Um, Ashana Rati, she's someone I actually grew up with in Gisborne. At the time, she was a, a baby, so there's quite an age difference. But I was once at their house, and I saw these amazing drawings. And I was like, oh, you should try your hand at this uh, project we're doing. And I, I guess I kind of threw in the deep end off for this <laughs> drawing Ferraris. Yeah. And Ferrari's chief design officer actually looking at her drawings and saying, these are perfect. I love them. Wow. Um, and this is the first time she's ever illustrated a book. She's just done like casual drawings at home. So, really? But she's honestly amazing. And uh, her talent displayed by this is, is pretty epic. So I think on a separate parallel note to this, it really shows what us Kiwis can do with little resources and turn something that's yeah. nothing and build it into something that um, can really show off uh, what we do on, on the world stage. Yeah, Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now tell us a bit about Bread Charity. It's nothing to do with bread as such. <laughs> um, well, I chose that name of bread. It stands for brave, eager and determined. But also, if you look at every ancient civilization, their main source of food was some form of bread, mm. whether it was flatbread by the Romans or Indians had their own uh, bread. But it was always a st- some form of bread. So it's a play on words saying we're the staple uh, sort of food or ingredient within the community um, through which things stem from. And I started at the age of 22. I grew up in Gisborne. And... Uh, just seeing things which really shouldn't exist in New Zealand, such a developed country, and the the belief that 
there's so much money spent on charities or given to charities, but for some reason we still see these issues persist in our communities. Poverty. Uh, exactly, yeah, with children in poverty. So that's, mm. the, that's the focus for this charity. So the thing is, if we see these issues persist through our communities, that just means these problems haven't been solved. Mm. So if you look at our programs from, it started with mentoring kids at low decile intermediate school. I'll take uh, medical students with me. We'll sit down with them and show them a path at university. If they wanted to do that, they could take and really research it and show them that someone cares about them. Mm. And at the end of the six months, we'd buy them stuff relating to what they like to do and then transitioning to stuff like with police. Every Christmas I go with police and we buy presents for kids. But I'm, I'm not the one who gives the kid the present. It's, it's the police officer. Mm. So really focusing on that medium of giving because I think, I think giving is largely lazy in this world. People will just donate things, but it's not actually the lack of a material asset necessarily that's, that causes poverty. It's much more social in nature. Mm. So, for example, if a police officer gives a, care, a kid a pair of shoes, it's giving that kid a pair of shoes. That pair of shoes is, is a Nike Air Force One. So they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's a whole excitement. Their parents sees it. Now they're excited. But at the end of the day, the, the police officer gave that mm-hmm. pair of shoes to the kid, not myself. So the medium through which we give and that attention to the social aspect of giving, I think, is something that's lacking, but um, something I, I really focus on and I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And so how's it going? It's about seven years this year. Yeah. Um, and it, is it across the country or just based around the Poverty Bay? Area? Yeah. Uh, so at the moment, it's it's largely based in Auckland oh. uh, because we're physically present here. We live here. We can have a hands-on approach to it. Um, but as with everything, extremely difficult. And I always say just because something has good intent doesn't mean it's going to get uh, – I mean, we'd get good support, but doesn't mean it's going to be easy yes. or doesn't mean that it's just going to magically happen just because it has good intent. There's there's a lot of time if it, things always go wrong. Like we do supercar events. When I came from Gisborne, I uh, studied at Auckland Uni and wanted to do 30 or 40 supercars with a police escort down the main street. Everyone was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, how are you going to achieve this? You don't know anyone with a supercar. I used to run up to owners on the road and just, uh, just unbelievable persistence and um, – also, just a view that this is my responsibility. I, I don't take any money for this. I don't do it for any other reason than um, I believe this is the purpose of life, is to just help those who will never be able to reciprocate yeah. um, in any way and just that just that feeling. So it's been a pretty special journey. And there's little Easter eggs within the book itself. Yes. So for those uh, who read it, there's a page where he gets his final car. Yeah. Um, as a spoiler, it's a, it's a Ferrari Enzo, which is another cool. very iconic car. Yeah. Um, and I'm lucky enough to have met this uh, really cool guy known as Grant Baker, who's a yes. New Zealand... He's, he's a genius yeah. um, who's been, I guess, my mentor for the past few years. And that's where that page, uh, the inspiration was drawn from. And mm-hmm. um, uh, one of his one of the events, I was sitting in his uh, one of his cars, and that's where that page is from. So even in the book itself, it has a lot to do with the charity. Our focus on instilling the dreams within the children, and also there's many Easter eggs which are direct correlations of like real events that that did happen as well. So, how can people uh, get hold of the book? Amazon. So yeah. that's the thing um, with publishing these days that yeah. we can, anyone can just go on Amazon wherever they are around the world wherever they're listening from go on to Amazon it's always in stock and it'll just get sent within the next couple of days yeah. well there we go the boy who wasn't sorry I just wasn't know. scared to dream the boy who wasn't <laughs> scared to dream and got his Ferrari in the end uh, thanks Mussy thanks so much for coming in and good luck with the book and uh, you're doing amazing work so keep it up thank you so much good appreciate on. it Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. 
Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.